Hi, this is Ian Austin, and welcome to another episode of Monday Night Crisis on a Monday evening. This week, I'm going to be recapping in a live concrete sense two matches from NXT TakeOver. It's going to be the um, Unspeared Era versus War Machine and Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet. Those will be live concrete tracks as I'm watching it. I'll be commenting on matching progress, so if you want to watch those matches, and then listen to commentaries or just listen to commentary of me on match, that should be fine. And in between them, so be unspeed there at the start, there's War Machines, War Raiders rather, copyright. And then I'll do Flashpoint recap. And then I'll do the last part at the end of the show. And if I gain more time, I might do a few other bits. So it's probably going to be a longer episode than usual. But I hope you enjoy it. And anyway, remember, this is Monday Night Crisis on a Monday night. And here we go with match number one for my recap. The War Machines, the War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, with very cool entrance, um, surrounded by people with spears and shields, wearing those cool little chainmail mask helmets. Very bad last entrance. I've, I've never seen the War Mach Raiders in a match before. I know they've got quite a rep from New Japan and Ring of Honor. But I've only reached, again, those companies. Room Von I sort of was into a few years ago with CM Punk and Danson and Joe and Aries and that sort. I've only started really getting back into them now. And New Japan have only gone recently. So, yeah, I've never seen these two match. But I know, obviously, of the um, Hanson lineage, Stan Hanson was a a brawler Bradshaw wishes he could have been. Amazing worker, but stiff as anything. They've got a good catchphrase. They look like they're beasts and behemoths. So I think this could be a good match because Unspeed Era had a really good match with Orphans of Pain. A couple of really good matches with Orphans of Pain because Riley and Riley and Fish were good, were very, very exceptional tag team in a lot of ways. But Riley and Strong just flow perfectly together. I mean, their matches over last, their tag matches have been some of the best I've ever seen. There's, um, they're one with only Larkin and Danny Birch. I just I, I, I love Larkin and Birch. They're such great tag team. But those two teams just beating the hell out of each other and it's a really, really cool match. And it's something which they do more main roster, which just who is the better team? None of this storyline crap, you know? None of this unique unique overflowing charisma or anything like that. Just two teams having great tag match. You it's what always bugs me about main roster sometimes. The revival. Like, their gimmick is they have great matches and they use exploitations to win. Why wouldn't you use that? Without great matches, you're not working to their full potential. It'd be a great team on SmackDown to deal with some of the careful teams there like Usos and New Day. I mean, revival versus Usos writes itself, surely. Anyway, here we go on the Spirit Era. The system. One of my favourite stables ever. They're so, so good. Tag Team of the Year. They're so cocky. So awesome. I mean, like, they're just... It's amazing. And I know people want them to go up to the main roster, and I do too, but part of me really just wants these guys to stay in NXT. And every time they come out, have 
four or five star matches and looked like the most badass swaggered pack guys ever. I mean, I, I know it's childish saying in some ways, but they really do come across as four horsemen where, especially when Adam Cole was North American champion, whenever they'd be on the show at the same time, these guys would have great matching. Adam Cole would try to outdo them. It's so good. The workhorses, they really are. Baby. And Fish, and uh, sorry, O'Reilly playing his um, bait like guitar is just such a douche, douchey thing to do. This is going to be amazing. I seriously, I love watching Unspeed Era wrestle. They are so good. And striking sequences are just, are just art at this point. Ronaldo Rigo, no board on country. Get WWE Network, by the way. I don't care what the internet says, is worth every penny. Like, oh shit, the Unspeed Era come, coming fast with blows. They're ha hammering away on Hanson. They throw him towards the ropes and. Oh, they're going to work. Oh, Roderick Strong for the baseball side through the outside. Very crisp move. And they're hammering way on. I think that's Roe. I don't really know, to be honest. Anyway, these two haven't even taken their T-shirts off yet. They whip him in ropes. Ducks clothesline on Riley. Oh, and clothesline on Strong. And you already get a sense of war machines are really... Oh, clothesline. I'm going to go with Hanson on the outside. Nails them both. Roe's on the apron. Handsome, he grabs him, boy slam by Rowe, and he body slams him onto a bloody head, but he missed a bit. Hit hard on the apron there. That's a, that's a really cool spot, actually. And he, oh, Guerrilla press on Strong, and frozen through mill rope, through bomb rope. That was quite impressive. Strong ducks clothesline, and hits a forearm, and tries to hit a shoulder block, but gets knocked off. That's a really cool spot. He t and Rowe is tagged in. Hanson with the splash. Oh, and Rowe, oh, kicked in the face, not strong down. And oh, he's grabbed Hanson, and he, oh, tackles him into the corner onto Strong's face. One, two, kick out by Strong. Strong hasn't even taken his t-shirt off yet. You have to wonder if that's a sign this isn't going to be a very long match. I'd hope that whoever is NXT Tag Team Champions could work a reasonably long match because standard's so high, it shouldn't be a quick match. He pits up Strong and they're going for the one thing she moves and Riley kicks the leg out of Rowe and Strong kicks Hanson in the face. They grab Rowe and they firming Hanson and knock them both off the apron. Well, actually, Rowe went through ropes. Riley's tagged in and, oh man, he looks in pain, but he's a really great seller. Oh, he's pushed down by Hanson. Hanson rolls back in ring and strong with the clubbing blows and Riley with the kicks. Riley is such a good striker. He's one of my favourite workers at the moment. He really is. Strong fine takes off T-shirt symbolising that this isn't going to be a terribly quick match. Riley kicking Hanson and punching him and hits him for the knee and kick. His striking is insane. He's so good. Strong tagged in. Strong oh, that chop, that RH chop by Strong and kicks by Riley. Strong's chops in Ring Vonger. I remember he did spot once where he chopped the ring post while trying to chop an opponent. And it, it, he was in so much pain afterwards and it's implied that Strong's chops are so bad he chops you full on. Hanson picks up Strong for a suplex and he drops him and Strong grabs Hanson's tights and hits him for club blow to the back. It's Riley for the knees and they whip him into their corner turnback or try to. He stops them. He stops the whip and they kick and chop. 
And they try whip him again and manage to. And then Riley, oh, the knee to face strong for the forearm. And Riley with the face lock. That's very clever. He's got to wear down Hanson. These two behemoths. And oh, he, I thought he's going to go for a knee, but no, he goes for a tightening the hold, kicking legs up and dropping down. He's really tightening that grip as much as humanly possible. Crowd is trying to um, get Hanson back into the match. Riley is like, no, 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 no. He's doing that really exaggerated Shawn Michaels overseeing, which I really like. Hanson, oh, he's trying to do the um, throw, but Riley's kept front face lock on. Hanson, oh, Riley's going to dragon, uh, reverse dragon sleeper for some kind. Hanson, and he tags Ro anyway. That's pretty quick. Ro knocks down strong. Not stand Riley with those forearms, those very stiff forearms. Oh, now with Riley around face. And he hits a two-way reverse backbreaker on Strong, grabs him up for gut range suplex, and Riley smashes him forearm, which he no-sues. He's not taking any of that, and Riley's like, what? No. So Riley runs, and oh, he spins Strong into a powerbomb move and throws him at Riley. That was insane. And Riley and Han Row on the apron, Strong tries clubbing Hans Row can't, so Riley kicks the legs out from underneath him, and Strong with a oh enough baseball side but he's caught, and Row catches him. Oh, Riley with that knee to the face, and Hanson knocks Strong over the top rope. Oh, Hanson going go for that big man dive, runs and he oh Jesus Christ. He missed completely. <laughs> Bloody hell. Smashed on the floor. He looks in a lot of pain. That was crazy. Oh, he... Oh, man. He bounced off that mat. And Riley running at row. He's caught. And, oh, a kind of a rock bottom. He urinated. Oh, and kicked in the face of Strong. And row. Picks up Riley again, but Strong stops it. He, oh, he tries to club Riley, be club Strong said, and they take, Riley takes knee out. It's a really good teamwork there by Unspeared Era. Yeah, it's, uh, Ronaldo said it feels to no rules. It does to an extent, but I think that's playing in favour of the um, teams here. Oh, clubbing forearm by Rowe, knocks Riley down. He tags Strong in, and Strong, he grabs him. Oh, strong breaker, but kind of he went for a cap drop suplex, but then dropped Hans, dropped Row on his knee. He's so good at master of back breakers and chops is strong. He takes down Row and he ties in Riley. Riley comes in and he's just so good. And he kicks rowing gut. And they're going for a dub suplex on Row now. Row. They drop him on top rope. Oh man! And he's going. Riley, if those strikes, those strikes through the gut and side of of row, and he runs and he hits that. Oh, that sharp need gut. And he's going for those palm thrusts. Amazing palm thrust there. He's a great striker. I don't know how good he'd be in real life in terms of MMA, but he's really good at working those moments. And he's going for the arm bar, but Roe is blocking it and he's wrapping knees round. He's wrapped them round throat of Roe. He's trying to choke him out, trying to get a triangle chokehold. And Roe picks him up and right strong is being ring. And strong picks him up. And oh, another strong back breaker there. From a half-nosing perspective, one, two, kick out. 
And Strong, Riley looks, and Strong look exhausted, but Strong stomps away and has Riley back in. God, my Tignitis is playing up again. So Riley picks up Hanson, picks up Rope, and Rope goes for a move, and Riley locks in a sort of um, a kind of forward facing half nation. It's kind of a precursor to a flat line, or, no, not flat line, no, well, flat line, yeah. And then drops it, hits the knees, and goes for a front face lock. Hanson's begging for the tag. Rowe is reaching cross, and they're doing a good job making Unspeed Era look credible. And oh, Strong tries knocking Hanson for the apron, but he no saves it. It's Riley hooks in a sleep hold, and they keep Hanson out of the ring. And Riley's pulled towards corner. Strong and O'Reilly beat up Rowe while Hanson is chagrined by ref. Damn dirty heels. Riley throwing shade at Hanson as he tags Strong back in. And Han Rowe is smashing them both with elbows and forearms. And he goes for an explode suplex. Oh, he smashes Strong to the apron as Riley goes flying. Strong's on the apron. Han Rowe has a clear line to tag. This isn't as good as the other Unspeed Era tag matches I've seen so far, but they're not finishing sequence yet. Rowe is trying to get to Hanson and. Yes. He's saying sign. Riley pulls Hanson off the apron. Hanson looks at Riley, grabs him, and oh! Drop with his third baseball side match, and he drop kicks rowing face. The crowd very hot for this match, but I, I think it's. I don't know, maybe it's. The opponents, maybe don't quite mesh the way they should. It's still very good, but it's not quite classic yet you're expecting, although, like I said, they're not striking sequence yet, and that's usually the best part of all the unspeedier matches. Anyway, Roe kicks Riley, knees him, and he goes for that roaring forearm, but kicked him gut. Oh, forearm of Riley's own. Riley goes before, oh, a forearm by Roe, and he kicks Roe in the face. And Ro Riley's like, oh, oh, man, he flipped out. Oh, oh, he flipped out the rock bottom urine arc attempt, but then went straight into a knee from face from Row. So they're down. That's a pretty good sequence. So Hanson... Roe is going, Hanson, Hanson, and Hanson climbs in ring and beats up Strong's now legal man. Bat drop, holy crud, that is a good bat drop. Forearm, forearm, punch, forearm, backhand. With Strong in ropes, Strong goes off, and oh man, oh, side slam by Hanson. Hanson runs and hits a, oh, a boss crossbody to down Strong. And Hanson's a ball of fire here. He climbs against Turnbuckle. Strong runs in. Oh, man. Hits kind of... Oh, cartwheel out way. I can't get trapped. Clothesline. Insane sequence. Hanson is... He can't hit one raised face down drops. And then cartwheel down with Riley. And then hit him clothesline. That's really athletic. See, that was good. This is picking up now. And crowd's chanting war, 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 war. That was an amazing sequence. This guy, this guy, how is he able to do all of this? That's crazy. Timing bit. And now he's slamming them both in corner of clothesline. Strong gets clotheslined again. Riley gets clotheslined again. 
Hansen going now strong and Riley runs it. Oh, he kicks strong in face by Hansen and he's chagrined. And Hansen picks up strong. Oh, Riley nailed with a spinning slam and he hits a broken buster on Roderick Strong. Oh man, one, two. Oh god damn, that was good. This guy's so quick. So he gets up and he's looking for crowd for approval. Strong getting up looks absolutely knackered. Hansen grabs Strong and starts clubbing him in gut with those speedy forearms. And he's beating Strong up. Punch, punch. And he's pulled away by referee. It's Roderick Strong. Oh, kicks Hansen in face. Kicks him in sight with an inscuri. And runs at him. It's picked off a pass and beat Dutz. Oh, clothesline to Hansen. Strong isn't it's. Strong's one of the few guys who can work as a heel and a face. He changes his style, but stares great matches. He's he's one to watch. He really is. Riley, and he kicks rowing chest. No blow. Knees him or tries to. And kick. Oh, he's going for the legs. And Row grabs him. Row. Oh, man, that strength going for race. Edge. Strong runs him. He cuts out. Oh, man. That was crazy. Convict home elimination. Hanson kicks him. All oh, knee to Hanson by Riley. All oh, forearmed. Oh, man, I can't keep up. Strong. Oh, gut buster, backbreaker. Hanson for spin kick to Strong. Riley with a wrong elbow to Hanson. Jesus. He, Riley runs and they pick him up. Oh, pop up power slam double team. And he dives and dives and Strong. Strong's down. One, two. Oh, Riley barely get out there. Jeez, that was amazing. It's very hard to describe, you know. This is why you have to watch this. It's the opening match for NXT TakeOver. I'll be doing time cues and crowd chunking at Sting, rightly so. That was amazing. And Riley runs at Han runs at Rowe, who backbreakers him, picks him up again. And, oh, he's going for a backbreaker, got ring suplex, and he grabs him. Hanson's in ring now, going for a double team. Look at the strength. Oh, power bomb by Rowe. Hanson on top rope. Hanson with a splash. One, two. Oh, strong breaks up. Rowe throws strong to the outside. They're going to murder O'Reilly at this point. Dude, he looks beaten to a pole. Anyway, picks him up. They're going for that back drop, leg drop combo. But Strong runs in ring. They throw him over top rope. They're going to grab O'Reilly up for that move. They pick him up. B back drops out. And oh, forearm Hansen on top rope. And they kick the face of Rowe. Oh, why are they going to plan? Strong goes to the top. Is he going to hit superplex? He goes to the top row. Oh, he's going to hit suplex. And Riley's on the apron. What's Riley going to do? Hanson is fighting off suplex. No, he's not suplex. Jeez. And Riley's on top rope. What's he going to do? And a oh, knee to the face. One, two. Oh, kicked out. He let his guard down bit. He teased the kick out a second before he was going to kick out, which I hate. I knew a stub you guys hate. It's pretty frustrating. It telegraphs it too much. Strong and row on the apron. Ha row of an elbow. Strong, strong clubbing way. Kick to the face of row by O'Reilly. Strong going for a bat suplex of some kind. Holy crap. No, no, no. Oh, bat breaker on the apron. Using the apron's knee. And row is bust up. He falls off the apron. He's in a lot of pain. This is crazy. God, the unspeed era. It's of every award going. They are, I'm going to say it, they best tag team on planet moment. 
I know what Young Bucks are saying. Young Bucks are great, but these two are without peer. Strong. And oh, kicked the back of Hanson. And a forearm and a combo by Young Speed Era. And Strong with a strong slam. It's kind of an angle slam, but Roderick Strong does it. So one, two. Oh, Hanson kicks out. This is ridiculous. It really is. No, we don't want them to fight forever. Shut up, crowd. If they fight forever, you'll just boo it like you boo everything else, you smarts. Smart marks for those not even know. Riley's tagged in. Hanson picks him up. Strong knees, Hanson in face. Riley grabs him and... Oh, this undisputed elimination. One, two. Oh, he kicked out. Oh, man. I think Unspirit's going to smack down, guys. I really do. That's the move no one kicks out of. That's one of the most protective finishes in WWE. Rage is just kicked out. This is amazing. Anyway, they're exhausted. They're like, what are we going to do? So Riley pushes Strong. Strong's like, yeah, let's do it. So Hanson grabs them both in the chokehold. They grab him knees to gut. They're going for the move. Oh, he can't wield out of it. And Hanson with a... Oh, and he shrugged off shoulder block. He kicks off the ropes. Back in, boo. Double back over. Okay, great muter. And he tags in Roe. And this... Oh, Roe picks up um, O'Reilly. They... Hanson picks up Strong. They put... Oh, man, he's put them both. And oh, powerbomb slam combo by Roe. And he's picking up O'Reilly. I think this is it. He picks him up. O'Reilly looks dead on his feet. And Hanson... Oh, the, the leg drop. The war conquest. One, two, three. Dear God, man, that was awesome. I don't know if I'd go five stars, but wow, that was fantastic. New champions too. So I'm going to pause my takeover. I love that match. That was brilliant. You should definitely watch it. I I, I, I know part of me wants them to be there and stay. I know they're going to have great matches, but they're so good. They're going to get over like gangbusters on main roster. They need to be called up immediately, all four of them. Stick them on SmackDown and just let them have great matches all the time. That's it. Wow. Amazing. What a start. So I'm going to stop recording now. And I'm going to continue watching TakeOver. When Gargano versus Ricochet comes on, I'll record that too. But until then, I'll catch up with you guys a bit later, okay? Hey, so it's time for Flashpoint issue four. I know I missed last week, but that's okay. It's my birthday. I want to cover my good buddy Luke Fletcher's Coman's, um, Copeman's fantastic ex-wrestling series on YouTube. So we're going back to this this week and I'll finish off it next week. So starting Fawcett City with the phrase, with caption, our way is in violent transition of great change. You see trash line in the street, um, it's raining and people out of umbrellas, there's a red light and it looks disgusting. Very unlike the Forset City, normally from Converse, which looks very bright and colourful. The late, great President Barack Obama is on TV. He knows the number of human lives lost due to the actions of Act Man, Wonder Woman's beyond comprehension. Like many of you, 
Like many of us, he holds out hope that superhumans of the way will gather together and first stop conflict between Atlantis and the Amazons. That hope was misplaced, though for superpowers have failed to organise in any meaningful way. What a difference a few years makes, by the way. Billy, what we do, says Mary. What we do? We don't do anything, Mary. We're just a bunch of kids, says one of the um, bats, one of the adopted bats and whoever. Technically, yes, Freddy, but we're kids with power of the gods. But remember what happened last time Captain Thunder met Wonder Woman, Eugene? As Tawny's like, Rrr. I remember. We almost died as Beerless completed. My fellow Americans, we can no longer stand by and wait for anyone to save us. That, it's that something I like that they've carried over to the new DC Universe. It's the idea that Billy does have all of these um, foster siblings, plus his actual sibling, Mary. Very cool. They're, anyway, they decide they're going to fight this war themselves. Or Barack Obama decides that. We're at an Air Force, Coast City, and it's Hal Jordan's time to shine. I hope she's ready to fly, Hector, says that cocky arsehole Hal Jordan. She is, thanks to me, says Hector Hammond, who's in this universe's mechanic rather than psychopathic telepath. In less than 24 hours, I managed to redesign the F-35, shedding over 1,400 pounds and first name that carried this overseas strike missile. I don't think Hector Hammond's a very nice person in any universe. The Green Arrows is how Jordan's he wins reader. They say it always hits its target. God bless Queen Industries. And you, Hector, you're a genius. And you're an idiot, House is Hector. The world is on verge of destruction, and you're about flying to enemy territory and drop the bomb. And yet you still have that same old smug smiles blasted across your face. Look, Hector, you arsehole. You think I don't know how high your stakes are? You think after all that's happened, I'm not worried about me or Carol or the rest of the population? I'm terrified. But if I focus on that, I won't get in cockpit. I focus on that, and I'll go and hide in shadows like all these superheroes and like you, you arsehole, Hector. That's not me, no matter what. Leave me alone. He climbs in the plane. And puts on his hat. Hector looks at him for reference. Hal. Good luck. As Hal gives him a thumbs up. And then Hal flies away. As we get narration. We can't beat them. As we cut Metropolis. And remember at length last issue. They freed Superman. Superman flew off. And now Thomas Wayne, Batman, Flash and Cyborg find a bunch of soldiers. This security force is armed. With weapons designed to take out the aliens. Who left us high and dry. Superman come back, Batman. He has to, says Barry. Whoever you think Superman is Flash, he's not. He flew away like a flying child. It's Flash somehow can't take down with soldiers on Zone. Look, guys, chill out. I just need a few more seconds to break into their system and I can shut their suits down. I'm Cyborg. I got this. No need, Cyborg. I can disarm them quicker than... We have got to use lethal force, so use it as he fires a plasma rifle at Flash and knocks him down. Gas? What are you dousing them with, Batman? It's not me. A tidal wave? Where are soldiers are knocked down by a tidal wave? No, it's not a tidal wave. It smells like chalk dust. I know, sorry. It always happens when you're transmuting. It's so embarrassing. What is that? Question mark. Metamorpho? My name's Emily Sub. My toxic codename is Element Woman. Anyone bored you? Spot question mark. I want. Bought extra. 
My favourite parts about the new 52 was Emma Woman having more of a role in Just League, at least for a while. I love the uniform, it's so red. Uh, dot 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 fantasy slash. Great, Emma Woman's come safe today. She's a solar fireball as Eng Arkham. Cyborg, so she's not crazy, Batman. She's just not used to being around people. Be cool. I'm not used to Emma Woman constantly showing up out of the blue. Look, what are, you, what are you doing here, my son? Well, I I, I think I'm following Cyborg around. Wait, what? Don't get mad, Cyborg. After you've got everyone gathering Gotham, no one won't put a stop to war. I, I couldn't understand it. Things are bad out there. People are getting hurt. We should hate them. No one ever asked me to join team for... Oh, man, she looks like she's about to cry. There's something about adorable characters who are slightly crazy in fiction who I just... Uh, they just make my heart warm, which is good because... No, Bit of heartache at the moment, so it's good to have a heartwarming moment. Look, Cyborg says Flash, if we can't get Superman and Tape, that's fine with first Flash. We might have to recruit whoever we can. Every woman's out of her mind, Flash, like you. Look, Thomas Wayne Batman, this might be our only chance to. Flashbacks. Mum says Young Barry, if it was me, I'd stop and hit. I know you would, Barry. Barry, we're so proud of you, see, says his mum and his creepy moustache-wearing dad at Barry's graduation. Ah, Barry falls down having seizure. What's wrong, Dim, says Emily's son. Happy birthday, dear Barry. He never had that birthday, but he's imagining it. What I want to know is when you're going to settle down and start a family. He's got to get a woman first, Nora, don't you, Barry? I'm working on it, Dad. Dad's in a better place, Mum. It was heart attack. I'm so, so, so sorry. They, they, they won't stop this current Barry. More long it changes. In my entire life, my mum and dad, their life forms this stall. It's worse than before. I, I, I don't think I have much time left before my memories are completely replaced. And once that happens, I won't remember what we used to be, what it's supposed to be. It'll all be gone. I'm going to give you something. It's high sodium. It's an anti-epileptic. It should slow down the electrical activity in your brain. Take the drugs, Barry. Take them. Violet Allen. Keep fighting. Don't forget my soul, Barry. Don't forget, bros. <laughs> oh, God, my voice. The kids are still arguing in Batson house. Mr. and Mrs. Bet told them not to leave the house. Mary points out they aren't our parents, Pedro. And Eugene's like, legally they are. Eugene's right, says Frey. They're all foster parents by law. We should listen to what they say. You never listen to what they say, Frey, replies Mary. No, I listen to what you say, Mary, because they don't like you. Dara's like, look, can we change the channel? American Idol is on. Eugene's like, I'm not watching American Idol. I'm not frigging watching it. Frey's like, look, we're not going to change the Captain Thunder unless we all shout magic words. So let's put it to a vote. American Idol or getting our ass kicked by one woman. Eugene's like, we're wearing put that way, Freddy. Pizza, says Billy. Um, what, says Freddy? You want more pizza, B? That's a great idea, says Pedro. Really great. No, every Friday night we order pizza and watch a movie with Mr. and Mrs. Beck. It's the only time we act like a family. Why shouldn't it be, says Freddy? Your own real family here is you and Mary, Billy. Do you remember what wizards try and teach us by giving us these powers? Family isn't about blood, Freddy. Family's about bond, just like pizza night. Have any of you besides Mary actually thought about what's going to happen if Ackman and Wonder Woman aren't stopped? There's a beat. No more pizza, says Pedro. But he's like, shut up, Pedro. No more anything. 
The wall's smashed. And Thomas Wayne Batman kicks the wall. We need your assistance, kids. And Emily Tug's like, hey, kids, anyone want juice spots? I'm not sure what we can do, says Billy. I heard you once him. The Sandman recover is married with the magical lightning that gives you your path. I thought you might be connected to Flash in some way. Look, I didn't get the Sandman's memories back, Batman. I stopped his mind from getting any worse, or at least I think I did. Anyway, what's wrong with your friend? He looks high and can't have high kids here. We got foster parents. Thomas Wayne Batman lowers his voice to his normal volume. But similar to Sandman, Flash is experiencing some kind of mental deterioration. Cyborg says, Pedro, can I, uh, can I have your autograph? Cyborg's like, your foster parents let you keep a tiger in the house? Whoa, you see him, says Pedro. My cyber, cybernetic eye does, but my other eye. I know the wizard casts a space only we could see Tawny for what he really is. The last of scrapes. Strike Tigers of Kandark. FMS just sees House Cat. And lately he's been starting out like one. It's true what they say. Perceptions, realities. Billy touches Flash and said, I feel something. Oh, and he sees flashbacks to the old DC universe. He bats off. Billy's like, who, who is he? Question mark. My, my name's Barry Allen. I mean, where'd you come from? I saw a different universe. Universe with hope. Is that what you here to do? Are you here to help us? Anyway, you get news coverage. Receiving unbelievable reports now of a massacre of UK. No! A fleet of US fighters on the way strike against the Amazon by invisible jets. Oh no, says Barry as the kids freak out. Reverse verified casualties pilot Hal Highball Jordan. How, says Barry, as all kids freak out. Except for Thomas Wayne Batman, who's not a kid. Reports come in that something's happened over there. Massive explosion, but it's not from us. It's... Aquaman Atlantis to Cyborg. How do you know, says Tom Swing Batman. Satellite imagery, Joe Strike, Antit Highway striking UK. It's starting. This is it, everyone, says the news. This is the end, as Barry freaks out. He runs off. Hey, says Cyborg, as Barry takes Tom Swing to the kitchen. What are you doing, says Tom Swing Batman? We have to do something. People are dying. Real people are dying, Tom Swing Batman. I can't think this just dream's going to get wiped away anymore. Tom Swing Batman's like, but, but he's going to get wiped away. Look, I, Barry starts. I forget everything I know at any moment. If we ever stop for him, we won't. Even if we do find the first Flash trying to figure out what events the ultimate past would be like trying to find the right grain of sand in the ocean. Much as don't want to admit it, this could be the way we're stuck with. We need to confront Atman and Wonder Woman. We're going to need ever known superhuman to help us do it. We have saved this universe. Tom from Batman's like, no, you don't. Barry's like, no, Questman. Look, if we change this universe Flash or we let it burn in here, and Cyborg's like, why are you shouting? Look, these kids are frightened. Why am I in the adult's room? And I'm clearly younger than both of you. They're scared, okay? Eugene's like, we're not scared, Cyborg. We're smart. Element woman looks at them crazy. Like, what are you going to talk about? Can we talk about two? You're in communication with F1, right? Fits this flash? Well, F yeah, but uh, who do you mean by F1? Question mark. F1 is fusing to sisters. Call them. Tell them we're going to put a stop to Atman Wonder Woman. Cyborg's like, awesome. What are you waiting for? Says Barry. They won't come, Flash. It's an awesome plan. No unless Batman does. Flash like, why him? Because of the open legend beat up both Batman over decades. I know it's just man in costume, but everyone sees him something more. He's heard the stories and believed them. They think Batman's invincible. Look, no one's invincible, says Barry. Except Mandel Savage. Except Razagal. Except Red Tornado. Except Solomon Grundy. Except Superman. 
except Doomsday, except Brainiac sometimes, except Darkseid, except Steppenwolf, except Kalibak, except um, Power Woman, except Superwoman, except Captain Atom, except Martian Manhunter, uh, except Hawkman, Hawkwoman sometimes, except um, Superboy sometimes, except... Um, Shit, there's loads of others. My point is, there's a lot of people are pretty much invincible. It said Captain Steel. You can't, when he's in steel form, he's almost finished. Anyway, apart from those people, that fact shouldn't be holding anyone back. We're off something offer, we're off something to lose. Have to move, and have to move now. Kids are like, Flash, question mark, we'll come with you. But he's like, look, we have to, guys. Just don't argue with me. Don't do it, Pedro. Not getting pizza. Even if it's only flashing us, we can't sit aside and watch TV and hope something good is going to happen because nothing good happens on TV. We have to make it happen. Flash is like, no, you're, it's too dangerous, kids. But he's like, well, it's dangerous for everyone, Flash. And woman chips in, I'll come. You know, I know you know that, and I know everyone thinks I'm a bit off or whatever, but still, hope however I can for you to do that. Oh, man. I love characters like that. Anyway, kids really want pizza, so they... Beg Freddy to assist him. He's like, fine, we'll go. Flash looks sadly at Tom Swain and goes, Bruce would come. And Tom Swain, Batman, is like, you played my trump card. He's like, tell the others to meet us there. We're taking my plane. And we're at the Everett coast of New Famicilla. Nothing like waiting until the last minute. Is there Batman, says the outsider. Look, outsider, you arsehole. Atlantis is in the middle of an attack. Maybe sending Amazon to Dove Drive, but it's also giving us distraction. So I was like, we have clear path to London, so will you. And it's insane over there. You expect us coming out? Yes, Blackout. So get your ass in gear and get here however you can. And we find out rest of Secret 7 called in sick because of an accident with Shade. You have to see, spin off and figure out what that is. And Enchantress is asked if that means she's not coming. And she appears and says, I'll need to find a new team. And she asks who friend is in Scarlet and Gold. And Thomas Wayne Batman's like, that's the Flash. Now let's go stop a war. Oh man, a McDonald's has been knocked down. Is that man trying to murder one woman? And saying, you murdered my wife. And one woman's like, I was protecting myself. She's trying to murder me. Yeah, you're wearing a helmet like a trophy. And one woman's like, no, it's a warning. He's like, I can't believe I love you. And she says, you never really did. Again, great, great spin-off stuff. And Shazam bursting frame. And Captain Thunder even. And we find out six of us and Tiger against two superior armies. That's sort of like being up against worse than one. And Chartres says, no one likes a bragger flash. Cyborg's sort of like, I'm, I'm a murder-wronged woman. And Captain Thunder's like, no, you're not. She's mine. And he tackles her. Cyborg says and he's got a lock on that man's bioweapon, one about to bring this island down. Flash says, shut it down, I'm trying to get through to Man. Thomas Wayne Batman's like, he murdered millions of air breathers, Flash. He won't listen. Flash runs up. Arthur? Arthur's like, who are you, bruh? Flash's like, someone can't believe you turned into such a monster. Captain Fun's like, I was only trying to have a chat last time, one I was trying to understand why you do this, but I'm done talking. And Tartar's sort of like, oh, I think you're done. Oh, no, she's a spy. She takes Captain Thunder down, pulls apart the um, kids from him. Oh, man. Fred and Eugene are unconscious. They can't bring Captain Thunder back. One, one woman sees Billy 
and she runs at him with a sword and she oh she stabs him in the gut with sword and murders him and oh man in reverse flash shows up uh, look what you did barry and that is certainly a cliffhanger and half to end this episode on um right those three guts are going very exhausting so when i finish flashpoint i'm going to consider whether i want to do any more of them or whether i want to try something slightly different with comics because i have a headache now but yeah that's pretty good um yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that issue. Um, I think last one's when stuff really starts getting crazy, and I'll do a recap of the aftermath. But until next week, and there won't be a new Flashpoint next week, um, in addition to all WWE stuff. And coming up shortly is going to be the last NXT coverage match. So bear with us a second. So, just watching video package for Gargano and Ricochet, I got my uh, Don't Let the Muggles Get You Down Hogwarts Cup, which is slightly problematic, although most muggles in real life, you know, are pretty awful. Oh, God. I can't wait for this match, by the way. Gargano is just one of the best, just flat out best. So good. So this is part of my gigant this is part of my so gigantic podcast day today because I've um I've done loads of stuff already and I'm really really tired. This morning I do in one go, but I wanted to get this sorted and then I can do some uh, I can watch the rest of the show in more relaxed vibe and contrary with matches difficult. I, I do like his video packages, by the way. So I don't get time to watch the um, NXT shows weekly, sadly. There's too much on. I'm too busy. <laughs> it's a benefit of getting older. You swamp. There's not enough time to do everything. Plus, I want to play Resident Evil today, so I can't really focus on too much of this stuff. But, but I like video packages because I have no idea what's going on without them. They just play the show straight. I, and that's okay to extend NJP. New Japan, I don't really have any idea what's going on either, but... Anyway, here comes Johnny Gargano. Johnny Takeover, as he's known now. One insanely good pro wrestler, this guy is. In every conceivable way, he is phenomenal. And people saying, oh, he won't go the distance. This guy's like Daniel Bryan. The fact that he's pulling off playing a bad guy, he's going to go to the top. You know? I mean, he's, he's funny. He's good in ring. He's great face promo. He's an even better bad guy promo. He can play heel face seamlessly. He can change up his style while standing at some matches. He can do hardcore matches. He can do straight matches. He can do tag matches. He can do cruiserweight matches. He can do main event style matches. This guy can do anything. And with Candice too. Like, they can be not my age, Macho Man and Elizabeth. Except without divorce. So, really, I mean... And he, by all accounts, by everything I've heard, outside ring, he's a lovely guy. He just, him and Candice are just lovely people. So, he's uh, he's only restricted by the Vince curse. But just look at how Daniel Bryan's going on at the moment. That curse only extends to the point where Vince likes you, and once he likes you, you're set for life. And I think he love a guy like this. I mean, he's just amazing. And Ricochet is just ah. Oh. 
he's the man who just he's got that Finn Balor Rey Mysterio thing of he's not a cruiserweight no this guy transcends weight divisions oh I hope Finn wins tomorrow I'm going to be um I don't know exactly what matches rumble matches I'm in covering I know I'm going to cover Finn versus Brock I might do one of the rumbles but I might just do Finn versus Brock because I think I'm going to be knackered off that. It's very intense covering matches because essentially you're doing one-man commentary. And I love doing it. It's fun, but it's very tiring. So I think that one won't go up to a week Monday. So I might watch the match first and do commentary after. I've already seen that. It's strange I haven't called on this show, by the way. He didn't come out for tag match. Although I have to assume that they're all getting called up and all being rumbled tomorrow. So or today. Or tomorrow for me, as I'm watching it's half work tomorrow. Oh this tea's this coffee's wonderful. Got such a headache today. Richet is really good. And I always respect people who can jump to WWE and don't have modified their style that much. I mean, it's not exactly what it is on the independence, and it should be, but to to manage what you do and what WWE would like you to do and flow it perfectly. So I'm like, like, Gagano's better now than words on the independence, you know, flat out. And I even say Kevin Owens. Like, he's not having five-star matches quite so often, but in terms of his all-round act, although he was great in Ring of Honor. There's that, um, Vitman taking rest, and Rich shared his nine-pack. This is going to be good. Um, the match last year Gargano had with, um, Andrade was amazing. Can't wait to see what these two pull off. So they're circling each other and they go for lock-up. Ricochet and Gargano. Uh, they stay. Ricochet goes for an arm bar, grabs it. He's got locked in. Gargano slipping through an escape. He sweeps the leg, kicks, grabs the arm, flips it into his own arm bar. He puts Ricochet down. Ricochet does a flip. Enough flip. He's going to get out of it. He flips it into his own arm bar. Gargano flips down, drop kick, knocks Ricochet down, arm drag, locks in the arm bar. Ricochet turns him over, but Gargano turns him. Gargano turns him into a pin. One, two, goes back to the arm bar. Ricochet flips over. Gargano rolls with it. Flip. Ricochet flips. Gargano rolls with it. He's going for a suplex cover. One, count two. One. Oh, and he ducks a kick. Oh, ducks punch, ducks kick. And Ricochet bats off ropes as Gargano is pushed back by ref. My God, Gargano matches is so difficult to commentate. He is amazing. Or we'll recap, Gargano talking trash as a circle in each other now. Ricochet says something to ref, which I'm assuming not meant to have noticed. They're going to go slow and steady, reaching out for each other. Handlock, going for enough handlock. Test strength, maybe. Test strength. Rick, Gargano rolls him out, grabs the arm, goes for armbar handlock. Goes for a headlock, takedown, takes down Ricochet. Long a headlocking, Ricochet's trying to get out with his arm. Gargan won't let him, Gargan's got that locked on solid. Ricochet's trying to spin, turns, he rolls Gargan into ping one count. Gargano rolls back over, Gargano is really crunching him to the mat now. Ricochet's got nowhere to really go, Ricochet's trying to wrench his net back using his hand, won't go. He flips up again, locks in many bear hugs, Gargan gets to his feet, headlock's still locked in. Forearm to gut, forearm to gut by Ricochet. 
Ricochet reversing Gargano into ropes. And, oh, shoulder block. And Ricochet kips up. Gargano throws him down. Again, he didn't kip up. Now Gargano runs in ropes. Ricochet rolls that way. Ricochet ducks on clothesline. And, oh, spinning arm drag. And, oh, Gargano goes go for a move. Ricochet blocks him. Oh, jeez, I can't even keep this. Gargano going for a pin. The seamless transitions. Ricochet picks him up into a farming cage position. Gargano flips into a sunset flip. Ricochet ducks under. Flips him into a pin. Gargano rolls through it. Ricochet jumps over Gargano. Gargano flips down. He flips over Ricochet. No, he f Ricochet flips over. Jesus. Goes close on Gargano. Ducks. Ricochet. Gargano hits his. Ricochet flips out. <laughs> Bloody hell. Gargano goes for head scissors and Richie flips out again. What in God's name is this? <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> the man of a thousand flips ricochet. Jesus Christ. And they're already getting NXT chance and we're like, what, three minutes into match? And Richie is trash-talking Gargano by saying, you need to shake my hand, bro. Shake my hand. Gargano looks at Kraut. They're do, like, do it. Gargano's like, I ain't, I ain't going. He grabs his hand. And Gargano, oh, forearm. And the forearm by Richie in return. Not down Gargano. He's clubbed him in corner now. Richie, not seeing the full flesh in time. Gargano, chop. Chop by Gargano again. He's really hammering away on Richie. Richie looks in love pain. Gargano takes him over to the other corner. And he grabs the arm. Which Richie buckle. Richie flips over Gargano now. Runs in ropes. Gargano goes backdrop. Richie flips over. Flip on clothesline. Flip. And the head scissors. Oh, he takes Gargano down. Flips up. And a drop kick. Gargano goes down again. And Richie really taking lead now. He runs in ropes, goes for a dive. He flips off ropes, slips on the apron, ducks onto Gargano, runs up ropes, flip moves. Oh, jeez. Whoa. God damn, man. This, these guys can work. That was insane. Seriously, he seamless run off to the second buckle and then flip into a moonsault. Chop on the outside by Ricochet. That's incredible. Gargano is the best at stretching sequences together. Richie, oh, enough chop. Gargano rolls back in ring. Richie rolls back in ring too. He's walking over to Gargano. He see, he's in buckle. He sees Gargano on the other buckle. Richie's perched down. He runs at Gargano and, oh, smashed in face by Gargano. Gargano flips, Richie rolls, oh, and palm frisk, Gargano's on top, and Gargano keeps his footing. Richie's climbed to the top rope with Gargano. He's going for a suplex of some, no, maybe a head scissors. Richie and Gargano grabs the foot, and Richie clubs away, and oh, he falls off top rope, but he smashes Gargano in the face again. Richie grabs Gargano. He's going to go back up, try and hit that head scissors, Frankenstein uh, again. Head scissors, I guess, because he's... And, oh, man! Gargano jumped down and threw Richie's feet, legs, and as he jumped down, grabbed Gar Richie, pulled him off the buckle, and then slammed him, so he went face first on buckle. Gumped like a stun gun using the top rope, I guess you can say. What an amazing move that was. An elevated stun gun-like manoeuvre. McGinnis, come on. 
forearms faced by Gargano as wrist chased by Rhodes. Wrist chased trying to block it, but Gargano's relaying those forearm punches to the back of the head, side of the head rather. Wrist chased down, he's beat up. Snapmare by Gargano, Gargano, and a drop kick to the back page. Didn't really catch all of that, but Richet's bust up one count and Richet kicks out. Gargano is so smooth in ring, it's just ridiculous. He is amazing. Gargano flips the arm, he's going for the Gargano escape, and he ro tries locking in. Oh, a mod fight version, he's kind of like a neck crank rather. He's got his legs. Through Richet's arm, so Richet can't escape into cranking neck. Richet's trying not to submit, but Gargano's really. Oh, for a big gut, a big gut, and able to gut again now. Richet forearm Gargano, whips him in ropes. Gargano whips him, reverses. Richet versus kick, goes for a somersault, and oh, Gargano kicks him as Richet jumps in midair, hits the legs, and Richet lands hard. Richet's down. Gargano grabs him and he's going for a neck break like oh one of those old Orton side of the neck on knee moves and only gets the two. It's a really good move, reading their move though. I thought he's going for a neck scissors, neck breaker rather, but he went for one of those inverted. I guess inverted. How do you even call that? So weird. I'm not even sure what you call that move. Gargano goes for the arm again. He's going for the Gargano escape. No, he's going for the neck crank again. And when he grabs the arm and tries rolling him into painful one, two, and then he grabs him. Oh, man. I don't know what he calls. Can't play. He's got an arm bar. But he's also got neck, his feet round neck and feet round the other arms. He's working off the joints. And Gargano's trying to do that joint manipulation. Richie's in a lot of pain, but he's trying to get grit his way through it. Crowd cheering Richet on. Richet goes, oh, he rolls into cover. Two. And they both get up. Gargano, that stinging chop that hit more of the neck than chest of Richet there. And he's forearming Richet and kicking him in the face of Richet near the ropes. Gargano is being very aggressive in this match. He picks up Richet and he's going for a, oh, he puts Richie on ropes and a stinging chop. Again, more to the neck than the, the chest there. And Richie applies with his own chop. Gargano over punch to the face. Richie's still in ropes. He needs to get out of there, otherwise he's going to lose this match. Richie's whipped in ropes. Reverses whips Gargano. Gargano over sunset flip. Richie doing the aloha arm. And he grabs, oh man, he grabs Gargano. And he pulls him up in suplex. Gargano reverses, pushes Richet ropes, Richet advanced, back drops the advancing Gargano. Gargano flips into spear through ropes, but Richet counters and hits the moonsault. Awesome. That's incredible. These two are so smooth. It's like, you know they're talking during the match, but their transitions are amazing. Right, it doesn't, it, it doesn't look, it's weird because it, it's choreographed but looks smooth. And Gargano of a punch, Richet of his own forearm, Gargano of those left hand punches, or forearm even that time, Richet of his own forearm. And Gargano, you remember, had that classic stiff match with um, Asta Black a few months ago, and a chop by Richet. And Gargano forearmed again, forearm. Forearm. Oh, he goes for forearm, but it's blocked. 
Richie pushed back and wrote clothesline, stiff clothesline there. And the head scissors, oh, he snapped and taught there as Gargano is knocked into the ropes. Ricochet runs and hits a European uppercut and a forearm and he elevated back head and he throws Gargano into the ropes and Ricochet with a 619 style move. Ricochet jumps, springboards off the top rope and hits a European uppercut. Stunning move there. That was amazing. He's so fluid. I mean, Gargano's more fluid, but Ricochet runs. No, he doesn't. Oh, he does. He runs and he... Puts up into a northern light suplex and he rolls through it into normal suplex and oh man the smoothness there. Bear keep hold of this guy. Bear keep track of what he's doing. I love that they're making these baits mean so much. It's really good. Such a cool thing. The title should mean something in these federations. It's crazy to think they've only got half this match, there's only two matches left. These shows move so quickly. Ricochet going for a capture suplex. Oh no, he's trying to go for a double-handed capture suplex. Gargano blocks it, he's headlocking, he's palm thrusting Ricochet in the face. Grabs him for a dragon half-tiger, half-nason suplex. Ricochet his way out. Gargano backing buckles. Ricochet runs and backdrop to the apron. Gargano goes for punch, he slaps him, goes for springboard again. Gargano ducks it, Richie rolls through, Gargano. Oh, runs in buckle, kick down. Richie runs, goes for heads, it's all counted into a tiger bomb. Two, oh, sit out power bomb rather. And Gargano going for the Gargano escape. Oh, crossface, well, it looks like Gargano escape. Richie. He's re-talking on the back of Gargano's re-talking on the back of Richie. And Richie tries to roll through, Gargano rolls through it. And he's near the ropes, so Richie can't get his foot on ropes. Oh, Gargano's going for the Gargano escape. He's trying to put the arm around back of his head. Richie's flying out, and he won't let happen. Gargano goes and goes for the landmark to show Drago. Richie covers through all. Gargano, oh, goes for a kick on Richie. Misses, thrown to the outside. But he lands on the apron. Oh, he counters punch with his own... Pop-up kick, jumps in ring, goes for that DDT. Richie counters in mid-air, holds him up. Oh, snap. And the strength of Richie, and he backdrops Gargano. Oh, he hit hard on the apron there. Oh, that's horrible. Richie runs two ropes now. He runs, and he hits that oh, insane flipping dive. He runs as if it's going to be some sort of planter, but flips in mid-air. So, um, so he sort of turns into a moonsault shape, I guess. That was incredible. Richie rolls Gargano in the ring, but he's too far away. Gargano rolls to the other side on instinct. I guess you can call it a space flying tiger drop. Gargano is in the other buckles. Richie climbs up and runs to the other side. No, he doesn't. He runs, walks to buckle. Gargano kicks him in the face, gets some distance, runs. You're being upcut, not backing buckle. Richie comes for him, and Gargano flips up and hits a rolling ping and goes for the kick. Richie hits shooting star press instead. Sprints, rolls over, hits a moonsault. Wow. One, two. Oh, bloody hell. God, I love I love wrestling. And commenting over it's really fun, actually. This podcast is a work in progress, but I love the fact that we can, I can do different things like this. 
I'm quite snuffed. It's been a long, sorry, it's been a long week. I was meant to have been on vacation, but I worked three days. So I'm quite tired. Need a week off, we've got to take it. Gargano goes for the feet for Ricochet, he's kicked in back head. Ricochet climbed up to the top rope. Is he going to hit that um, 6.30? No, Gargano grabs his foot and stops him from climbing anymore. Ricochet's trying to push Gargano away, grabs him by back throat. Gargano with those forearms. Ricochet blows out some spit on the crowd. Gargano hooks Ricochet's feet in ropes, climbs up the buckles to the second rope. That's Brett's rope. Oh, no, he's up top now. And he grabs Ricochet. But Ricochet pits him up into a fireman's carry. What on earth? Oh, he grabbed... Is he going for a cradle shock? No. Gargano's on top now. What's he going to try and do? Oh, he's going to try and do head scissors. He head scissors. Oh, no, Ricochet catches him. Round the waist. Oh, man, I think he's going for a powerbomb of some kind. He pulls up Gargano. And... Oh, What? Gargano overheads this as Ricochet landed on his feet. Holy crap. What on earth is this guy made of? And they cut to a wide shot and Gargano is freaking out. Runs at Ricochet, gets a bit in face but hits an insecurity. Runs off ropes, Ricochet is looping up, cut Gargano off ropes. Hits a strike hit, back fist. Ricochet for the strike hit, head scissors. Kick, missed by Gargano. Ricochet knees him in face, soup kick by Gargano. Gargano runs. Oh, he goes for a twisting forearm. Roll through by Ricochet. He rolls over. He goes for that head scissors. No, Pele. Ricochet runs off ropes. He kicks off ropes. Goes for a move. And Gargano. Oh, he's rolled him into Gargano. Escape. Well, that was amazing. Wow. Ricochet and Gargano, these two are amazing opponents. Ricochet goes for a catch suplex. No, he's a kind of inverted catch suplex. And he, oh, four-way slam. The pump handle position and Gargano hits the buckles hard. Holy shoot. I mean, like, I, 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 I think Case can seriously be, seriously be made that Gargano is one of the best wrestlers alive at the moment. What a frigging wrestler. He is unbelievable. How do you follow this? Richie climbs up the top and is going to hit 630. No Gargano rolls away. Evil move, but smart move led by Gargano. He rolls to the other side, so he stood on the apron. Away from Richie. And Richie, oh no. He's got looking his eye. He runs and oh, Gargano jumps off the apron to the outside. He, oh. Gargano is so good at being healed. Richie runs and he, holy shit! He just cleared the turnbuckle where Gargano was on the outside did some sort of plancha over it on Gargano flip up in the apron and 630 or 450 I don't know Richie one two oh springboard 450 I guess yeah 630 is going to be different
That was unbelievable. He cleared the top turnbuckle. Okay, he threw his arms up to sort of hop off it, but still. Richard going for the 630 now. No, shoots off Prescott, Gango knees him, rolls him into small package. One, two, oh. That was an exquisite shooting star press. What a match. Gargano looks furious. He's going for that super kick. He, oh! Kicks Richet right out of the ring. Richet landed on his head. And Gargano's fallen into that mistake of he's not champion out. But he's out of the ring. By the time he gets him in, champion's going to be recovered. It's a rookie mistake. It's not something you expect Gargano to do. But his anger's getting better for him. He runs to dive on Richet. And he dives. And Richet catches him. Holy crap. No. Cradle shock. No. Poison run on the floor. What? That's it. That's got to be it. And Red Shea's in ring. Gargano flips up over top rope and hits the DDT. Oh! That's it. One, two. Oh, jeez. How did he get down? Wow. <laughs> I mean, you have to have absolute trust in your opponent and take Poison Run on the floor. Essentially, for those who don't know, it's like reverse Harkin Also, timing. He throws him up and he hits it in one, into a fireman's carry. Throws him up to a pop-up move and Gargano hits in one fluid motion. It's amazing when WWE reminds you that they do know what they're doing sometimes. Like, I'm sure All Elite would be fantastic and New Japan would continue to grow, but... Sometimes the WWE gets it right. And Gargano's freaking out on the outside. Richie's in ring, downed and out. Gargano is always oh, pulling up Matt. See, this is what I mean about storytelling wise. He's one of the best. He's one of the best wrestlers, but he's also one of the best storytellers because they are still calling back to parts of his feud with Champa. It's amazing. I mean, this is one of the best character arts I've ever seen in wrestling. This is, I'm guessing, what they wanted Sammy and Kevin be for, before Kevin's pulled up. And he's going to hit a drop DDT on Richard, Jay on concrete. And Gargano looks like he's going to hit it. And Ref says, don't you hit it, Gargano. Don't you do it. And Gargano's conflicted. And he brawls Richie in ring. And Gargano's really conflicted. They're really going for the point of he's not completely gone yet. And Gargano runs in ring. And he covers. And Richie rolls small package. One, two. Oh. And oh, he goes to kick Richie, catches him, and so like, you think you're going to kick me, dude? You think you're going to kick me? And Richie, oh, clothesline, discus clothesline, discus lariat, goes for the cover. No, he doesn't, because he's he wants to beat Gargano convincingly. And he goes backwards to the top rope, and he hits. Oh, he does hit anything. But he rolls through it. And Gargano super kicked the running Richie, knocks him clean over the Richie bump. 
Ricky Spunk, Gargano runs, Richie grabs him, Gargano comes to Gargano, escape, Richie throws him down, and he's locked in, he's locked in, Gargano escape. And not as smoothly as Gargano would do it, but Gargano has nowhere to go, his feet are near the ropes though. If he gets there, he might be able to get them under. It's just he can't see his directions. So he's swinging, he's trying to reach for the other ropes, because he doesn't know his positioning at the moment. And Gargano is in a lot of trouble now. Richie really talking that will go Gargano's pushing out for that lock increasingly of each second. It's one of the things where you can lock in something like this, but Gargano's the expert at it, so he knows how to get out of it. And he rolls through the ropes and he rolls out of the ring. Wow. Shut up, NXT crowd. They don't want to fight forever. I want to see Johnny fight new guys. One match with Che, still show, and then I don't want them fighting again, at least for a while, you stupid crowd. Oh, Gargano pushes Che into the ring post, which is called back to feud with Andrade. And a nice payoff to Selena from the start. See, Gargano has thrown callbacks to matches that happened a year ago. What a wrestler. I mean, that's New Japan style. And Gargano's grabbed Richie, and they're both on the apron. He's looking at concrete, and oh, Gargano doesn't want to beat Richie. He wants to hurt him, and he's going for a suplex, and he picks Richie up. Richie, oh, my God, onto concrete. Oh, man, Richie's back hit hard. I don't want to see concrete bumps too often, but, jeez. Oh, Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, fucking hell. That was disgusting. Gargano rolls for a chain ring. He's on the apron now. He's Maybe he's going for that flip through spear. That flip through, that flip through diving spear. It's been quite effective for him in the past, but he should really be covering Ricochet. He seems to be forgetting that the objective is to win match, not to hurt your opponent. He died. Oh, he's going for the DT again. Oh, he smashes him down. And that's got to be it. The landing lap has got to be it. One, two, three. Yeah. I mean, how how can it not be it? Like, Wow. What a match. I mean, I'm glad he, he has singles gold because he is so good and he deserves something tangible from his time in NXT gold. Why well, does he know he had titles, but singles title? I guess that confirms. I guess Rochelle being rumbled tomorrow then. Although after that, that suplex, how could he possibly be doing much of anything? Anyway, excellent match. I think ended... A little too early to give it five stars. Oh, that's weird because it's about 25 minute match. But it needed a bit more to get to the five stars. But exceptional match, you know. How do you follow that? I don't know. And the ending worked, but I kind of wish they'd have a few more near falls. But that's a pretty safest thing. What a match. Uh, Poison run on the floor is ridiculous. Excellent match. And we 
that's it for this week of Monkey Night Crisis. So I'll see you next week. I'll be recapping WrestleMania. Actually, no, what am I talking about? That's not it. I've got to do recap for the show off this. Of the NXT show, full recap. So I'll see you in few in few minutes for you guys. Not in a few minutes. I'll see you next for that. Um, but for me, it'll be a while because still got two matches left. So yep, really good match. Four and, four and a half stars, I guess. If you can give stars, and I'll see you in a second. Hey, this is in in just doing a quick wrap up of um. My thoughts of the NXT TakeOver card in general. I uh, won't go in detail on Unspeed Era versus War Raiders. It was very good. Good ending, all of that. I'll go in a bit more detail matches that I didn't cover. Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono was a good match. Very hard hitting. Very good. Um, it's a story match more than anything, though, because we, we've seen Matt Riddle beat Cassius Ono twice, and this match was them having a. I guess blow off match you could say. Say a good match and it established Matt Riddle as um an Uber badass who when he snaps out of his bro mode and goes serious is going to crush you and did. So that's a good match. Good finish with the um Abe's to face and tap out from the excessive violence, that's cool. And Riddle came across them very good and hopefully Cassius goes to SmackDown Line and teams up with Cesaro and Sheamus now. Reform Kings of Wrestling be quite cool. Richet versus John Gagano. I don't, I won't rewatch it to give a real interpretation of the match because doing commentary over it, I don't think I caught how good it actually was. Um, according to some comments online, but what I saw was excellent and I really enjoyed that. Bianca Belair versus Shane Baszler, a, a good match. The finish was really, really, really good. The hair whip was no, bust Shane Baszler's gut open. That small cut, that was insane. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought problem was I I feel like because Beyond Belair's not being on takeovers, it's hard to take the unfit street seriously. It's like, yeah, but she's not been fighting people on main shows. So it's like this was the first main show. They put across how unfit she was. And I just never really got the sense that it really kicked in high gear. But the ending was really good though. And Bianca powering out the um Shane's submission a couple of times. Or stand up through it is really cool, but yeah, I'd say decent, really good ending. Hair whip stole show, and Bianca did come across wearing defeat, but not quite the combination of styles, they clashed a bit. And main thing as the black versus the massive jumper, it's nothing wrong with it, it's a good match, possibly very good, but it seems like its placement in the show. I don't know, I would have put Ricochet versus um, Gagano at the end. I think, to be honest, like, after that match and one match, the crowd were done. And I think they did react to this match, and it was a good match, but it would have been better earlier, if that makes sense. Like, they had um, Velveteen Dream versus Champa before War Games last year, and it gave it a lot more buzz than what I've had, because crowd wasn't burnt out war games and also weren't burnt out from war games so but very good black has to be called up now though um you lose two tile matches in a row you need to move on and he doesn't really fit in the nxt title picture anymore you know he's lost twice he lost to gagano and you have to assume that they've team dream is going to be slotted into the um gargano 
uh, Champa rivalry again. It's all strange that Dreams and Crab, they didn't really do anything for him. It seems like they know he has to be on TakeOver, but they didn't have place for him, really. So, be interesting to see what happens there. And Ross is so stacked that they've got so many different feuds they can do and things. Now, it'll be good to see future. So, yeah, I think it was good. Um, I have to assume that Unsweet Era and Aster Black are going to be called up. And where do I rank on TakeOvers? I wouldn't say it's best. I'd say nothing matched. Andrade versus Gargano from last year but at the same time they're clearly trying to make the Wrestlemania and some Sam ones the main ones from now on so this one thing not in between but building storylines rather than paying them off but yeah good show and um looking forward to Rumble that I'll be watching tomorrow after work and I'll be covering that next week so until next week this is Monday Night Crisis saying remember comics and wrestling it's a few things better. Goodbye and good night.